Hey everyone, this is Tamara Hansen, and this is Soul Love Podcast. And I haven't been here in a while, and I was going to do a podcast um, about a week and a half ago on let it be and letting it go, and then uh, things kind of got really busy, and that kind of fell to the wayside. So uh, here I am, and I am going to speak to you about uh, let it be and letting it go and what the difference is. And I, I think it's really important to understand the difference because letting it be um, is kind of a way of just allowing and um, releasing any type of resistance. Uh, as you, I'm sure, are familiar with the song by the Beatles called Let It Be. And basically, that was, um, the song was about how um, he says Mother Mary, which he was referring to his mother uh, who had passed away um, and said, uh, her thing was about letting it be, letting things be, meaning just let it rest. Don't do anything. Don't make any uh, decisions or don't make any calculated moves. Just let it be. And um, when we are able to, when we're faced with a decision or a situation or, or something that we aren't sure what to do or which way to go. Um, and we are, are looking for a solution. Sometimes the best thing to do is to just let it be, let it rest for a little bit. It doesn't mean push. It doesn't mean um, force a decision. And I know there's a, a train of thought there that is about... Well, no, no decision is a decision. But sometimes if you are not aligned to a decision or um, you aren't sure of which way to go, then sometimes you need to let it rest. Sometimes you need to um, just let it be. And then an answer will come to you. And I have found this quite a bit. I recently, uh, more so recently, have found that when I can't figure something out, when I can't figure out the solution or um, I am forcing something to happen, if I just go, universe, I, I just, I don't know how to make this work or allow things to um, work out in a certain way, uh, deal with it, universe, because I don't know. And usually what happens when I just let things fall into place, they actually do fall into place. And this isn't a way of being passive where you're not making any uh, decisions in life, but it's more about... Um, not forcing things and also not resisting things because sometimes we can get into this frame of mind where we always have to be on top of it 
or always have to be making those decisions because if we aren't then we're not being productive or we're not being responsible and that's that's not what it, it's it's about because when we're faced with a critical decision that we do step up we can uh, make those decisions but there are also times when we um, might be pushing something uh, into a, a certain direction and maybe it's not supposed to go that way. Or maybe we're trying to make it happen a certain way when the universe has a better way for us. It has um, an easier way. And if we let, let things just rest, then that way will be shown to us. It will be uh, put be in front of us or before us, or it'll just fall right into place. And um, with regards to how is this different from letting it go? Letting it go sounds like very action oriented, where someone says, uh, you know, you, you've just ended a relationship or you've, you're still hanging on to a relationship that had ended some time ago and, and friends or family have said to you, just let it go. Meaning just, just let it go. Just in your mind, cut the cord, cut the tie, um, just end it in your mind because it's over. And it, uh, sounds very, um, action, action-based. And sometimes our heart isn't quite there yet where we can completely cut a cord or let it go. So letting, it, letting things go means that you're just, it, it feels very uh, final, that you are um, just severing something or um, there's some sort of pushing away of some sort um, to make it go away when you let it go. It doesn't sound like it's a very organic or very natural way of, of um, doing something, especially if you're not ready for it. Now, if you were ready for something that you could just automatically let go, then you wouldn't feel that resistance to letting it go. Um, so there, there's a time and place for sure for letting things go when you know that it just feels um, like it's the right time to just release it. And, um, and that just feels more, more natural. But a lot of the times when people say just let it go, just um, force it or push it away, then that um, doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel like that's the right step or the next step. And I think that's where let it, let it be comes in when we aren't sure, when we cannot let things go, when we cannot create that action or that, that release. And, um, but we don't know what to do. So then why not let it be? Just let it lie. Just leave it uh, and, um, and just see, see what happens rather than making those calculated moves or that extra effort or that action-oriented step of trying to push something away rather than 
uh, just letting something just be where it is and it will just resolve itself. So that's my take on letting it be and letting things go or let it go. Um, I really feel that you can feel the difference. You can feel let it be is more just easy. It's more allowing. It's more natural. It's more going with the flow. It's more organic. Where letting it go is more um, action. It's more uh, pushing away um, or resisting uh, rather than just allowing. And I really think there's something to be said about when we need to allow things to just come about or um, we really need to uh, let things just flow. And there's always a time and place for those um, steps that require a lot more action or calculated moves for sure. But um, I think we uh, tend not to allow things because we always feel like we have to be in control of something rather than have some sort of faith or some sort of um, belief or some sort of trust in either the universe or in ourselves that things will just work out. And especially when it's something that we can't control, um, then that's when uh, letting it be is probably the best way to go because you can't control it even though you want to try to manipulate whatever's happening or um, force it to a certain outcome too soon or to the outcome or down the wrong path to that outcome. There could be a better path to that outcome. So letting it be is probably uh, just allowing it and letting it flow naturally into where it should go or what path it should take. And I think it's important as well that we uh, feel into how we want to feel. So let's say there's a situation that I want it to go a certain way and I have it in my head that I want it to go this way because this is what I desire because I feel that this is the way I am going to um, achieve that feeling that I want to feel. And this is something that has happened to me recently where I wanted a an event or a situation to go um, to fall into place uh, according to what I thought it should because then I know I would achieve this feeling of whatever it was that I wanted to feel and whatever outcome I wanted to have but and thinking that the only way that I could achieve that outcome was to to be able to go along this certain set of steps to get there and um, I knew how I wanted to feel, but the universe had different plans for me and decided that how I wanted to feel, and I had it straight in my mind and in my body that I wanted to feel a certain way, whatever that was, like happy and joyful and laughing and have fun and all those great things. But the universe decided that it was going to lead me down another path to have that certain feeling to get to that result that I wanted to get to. 
And when things were what seemingly they weren't working out for me the way I thought they would work out, I decided to just let it be. Just let the universe um, show me the path to that feeling. Just allow it to happen and to unfold before me instead. Instead of getting upset that it wasn't going along the certain um, constructs that I thought it should go down or the certain path in my mind, how I envisioned it. And when I allowed the universe to show me, to take me on that path and let things unfold uh, as they, it wanted, it wanted to show me, I had fun. I was joyful. I was so happy and uh, excited and everything that I had practiced as far as emotion went, that is exactly what happened. And that led to the outcome that I wanted. So when we can just let things be, let things lie, just ex know exactly how we want to feel inside, how that emotion, even though in our mind we're thinking it should play out a certain way, don't attach yourself to how it should play out in that way. Just go with that feeling and trust that the universe is going to put that path before you and it might not be how you think it should look. It'll be even better. So that's where letting it be came in so handy for me was I just let it be. I just let it unfold and allowed things to happen. I didn't resist anymore. Um, I didn't force anything. Um, and I guess in a way that was uh, a way of letting things go in a non-resistant manner of just um, knowing that I could release this to the universe and the universe would um, provide me with that, that experience that I was looking for whatever that experience looked like. So this has definitely worked in my life. And sometimes I'm not so great at it where I try to control um, or overthink things or try to make calculated moves um, to achieve a certain outcome when really what I should be doing is um, just getting into the emotion, the feeling of it, and then trusting that the universe will put that inspiration before me and show me the way and trust myself that I will see this and continue to allow it to unfold before me. Um, so that is my take on letting it be and letting it go and the whole how our, our emotions are all wrapped up in that and um, how wonderful it is that when we do that, that it's like magic. It is a beautiful feeling and, and just so exhilarating when you see how the universe has provided uh, for you according to what you felt or what you were feeling at that time. Um, so that is it. For me as far as this uh, 
uh, Sola podcast episode goes. I just wanted to catch up and and uh, send this out to everybody about my thoughts on letting things be and letting things go. Uh, I am holding a uh, self-love workshop in Bragg Creek, Alberta on June 1st, um, 2 to 4.30, and it's $25. You have to pre-register. Uh, go to my website, www.soullovewarrior.com. I believe my website is in my podcast bio or uh, on my Facebook page as well. Uh, you can click on that and go to workshops and uh, you can uh, click on the self-love workshop and go to Eventbrite and that's where you will uh, see the registration. There are only a few spots left, but um, if you are in the area and it would be wonderful for you to come out. Uh, I think that is it for today. I will talk to you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Hey, soul lovers. Happy Self-Love Sunday. I am Tamara Hansen, and welcome to my Soul Love Podcast. I want to talk about suffering today. And I recently uh, listened to an Eckhart Tolle um, video uh, with regards to suffering and he had said that uh, we're humans are so um, tuned into our suffering that we would prefer to wake up in the morning even if you know we felt good initially upon waking waking up that uh, we would rather choose to suffer rather than feeling differently we would rather uh, be left alone in our struggle, in our suffering, or feel that way. And I believe that is all habitual because um, I think there's this train of thought that if we aren't suffering in some way, if we aren't struggling in some way, then uh, we aren't, um, and if things are coming easy, then, then what are we really achieving? If we are not showing the struggle, the suffering, the sacrifice, then are we achieving anything? Uh, it's kind of that martyr syndrome or the victim syndrome that I, I work so hard. I work all these hours and I do all of this. And there's a great sacrifice involved with this. And, um, and then we feel valued or validated in our suffering, in our struggle. And that becomes a pattern that becomes, uh, who, becomes a part of our identity. And we think that we will maybe the payoff is that we will get uh, more acknowledgement, that we will be greatly rewarded uh, in another lifetime or in heaven or, or whatever if there was struggle and, and suffering and sacrifice involved. And there's this uh, great quote by Thich Nhat Hanh that says that basically uh, people love their suffering. They would prefer to suffer than uh, face the unknown of, you know, if you feel differently, if you choose to feel differently when you wake up in the morning and you're happy and uh, alive and feel juicy about life, then 
you aren't sure what to expect from that because if you've been sitting in this state of suffering, in this state of struggle, you know what you're going to get with that. There are no surprises. But if you choose differently, if you choose to feel differently, then, then there is an element of surprise or the unknown that comes with us because you don't know what could come from that. And by knowing how you feel with the, with the suffering, with the struggling, then you know uh, how to control things. Um, but if you feel differently and act differently, it, um, it kind of leaves you questioning what could possibly happen or maybe go wrong or uh, that you won't be able to control a situation that you've never experienced before. However, these patterns of suffering and struggle, they, these are things that have been handed down to us through generations over lifetimes because we have seen our ancestors struggle or go through tough times. And I'm not saying that there can never be tough times or that um, there can't be sacrifice. You know, the, there are certain things that uh, we will sacrifice for somebody else. And maybe sacrifice isn't a good word. Um, maybe it just means, uh, letting things just be as they are and, and stepping up and stepping into our own power, especially let's say if you have children, then you put aside a lot of things that, um, might be really important to you so that you can meet the needs of your children. And, and, and this is typical as parents, we do that. We, we put aside, um, certain wants and needs so that our children can have certain things or be able to do certain things or so our attention goes on that little being to help them, uh, to help them to grow into, uh, a wonderful, respectful, uh, human being. And I really don't see that as a sacrifice. I see that as, um, I guess, as a responsibility, as uh, someone that can bring another being into this world and, and help guide them the best way I know how into becoming a, a lovely uh, adult later on in life. So that really isn't a sacrifice to me, but um, I think the sacrifice comes from when we think that we have to give up something and we do so uh, regretfully or unwillingly or um, do so resent, resenting the fact that we have to give up something just to do something else or for some somebody else. And I don't think that's how it has to be. I think that when we do something like that, sacrifice something like that or demonstrate a, a struggle or suffering that we are placing ourselves into this victimhood and with being a victim or feeling that victim or being a martyr um, we know the certain response that we are going to get from other people and maybe it's the oh you know you poor thing I feel so sorry for you and 
you get that attention when you do something like that. I do it. I know I do it. I, I've done it to my kids. Uh, where you demonstrate your suffering or your struggle to them and then maybe they will uh, see how valued you are, validated you are, or feel sorry for you. And, and um, we, we know what we're going to get when we uh, show people that we are suffering and that we are struggling, that we are going to get someone taking care of us in some way, that we're going to get the response that we are looking for and that makes us feel better about ourselves. That makes us that attention uh, to us, even though it's kind of a, a negative attention, when we get that, we feel like we're cared for and cared about and that, that we are so hard done by, um, by the sacrifices that we have made. So we know we understand that that's going to be what happens when we demonstrate the suffering. So when we get up in the morning, we decide not to demonstrate the suffering, not demonstrate this woe is me or that the struggle is real. When we step outside of that and we choose a different feeling, no matter what is happening in our lives, when we choose differently how we want to feel first thing in the morning, and carry that with us throughout the day, no matter what we face, then, um, then things change. We might not get the response that we would have gotten if we showed our struggle, showed our suffering to somebody else. We wouldn't be getting that, uh, you poor thing. But instead, we would be inspiring other people with our energy. We would pass that along. We would be this beacon of light to other people when we are happy, when we are full of life, when we are um, living a juicy life. We are demonstrating to other people and they and allowing them to experience that as well. And so in a sense, when we are able to pass that off to somebody else and not sure where it's going to go, what's going to happen, but knowing that you can change somebody's day, somebody's mindset, somebody's emotions or help them, guide them and inspire them in that way, then aren't you actually uh, helping humankind uh, by doing this? And it doesn't take much. It really, truly doesn't take much to be an inspiration, to to wake up and, and stand in our own power about how we feel about ourselves, first off, and that we have the capability to change our lives how we want to change them. So when we're staying in that state of struggling, in that state of suffering, then we're always going to get that. If we choose differently, if we choose to step up into our own power as uplifters, as inspirational beings, then we can change somebody else's life and or help to change somebody else's life. And then that becomes a domino effect because now they are uplifted and they will pay that forward to somebody else and uplift somebody else and on and on and on and on. So I really think that um, we need to take a look at our own 
ways that we struggle or, or uh, we demonstrate those behaviors of suffering and really look at that. And I know we all have our, what I call uh, our house coat days where we just want to have that pity party and, and, um, and pout or um, feel sad for ourselves. And you know what? We all have them. They come and go. And as long as we are stepping back into our own power and moving up that emotional scale to a better feeling emotion, then those days that come and go so infrequently, um, then that's okay because we can't always be up on this higher level of feeling amazing. But if we can be there 99% of the time, then that's when we really see major change in our lives. That's when we see things start to fall in place how we would like them to fall in place. So we'll see more happiness, more joy, more excitement and more juiciness in life than if we were still stuck in our struggling, still, still stuck in our suffering. So let's get quiet for a moment and I want you to get comfortable and close your eyes and let's take a deep breath in and then let it out. And then once again, another deep breath in and let it out. And I want you to place one hand or both hands on your heart. And I really want you to feel into that rhythm, that heartbeat. Really feel how much this heart, how it beats for you, how it keeps your body alive, how it pumps through every part of your body, keeping it moving, keeping it happy, keeping it healthy. Really feel into that, how alive you are. You've always felt alive. You've always felt that juiciness. But sometimes we just squash it or we cut it off for a little while because things get in the way or we aren't sure how to make a certain situation better. But that aliveness has always been there. We feel alive when we are happy, when we are joyful. And that aliveness doesn't mean that we have to wait for certain situations to occur, to feel it. We can do that right now 
in this moment, no matter what is happening in our lives, no matter what you see in your day-to-day world, you can feel happy and alive and joyful. You can begin to discover that juiciness that is deep within you. We can practice that every single day of our lives. We can always choose differently. When you are aligned to who you are as this wonderful, beautiful being, when you're aligned to who you are as this part of the divine, all-knowing source energy, when you begin to realize that you were put here in this physical body to have experiences to grow from, to learn from, that's when you start choosing differently. These experiences are not predestined, but they are up to you in every moment that you choose. So if you decide to choose differently today, become happier today, no matter what is happening in your life. If you decide to allow the universe to assist you rather than controlling everything and making calculated movements if you decided just to let it be and choose in this moment happiness and love and juiciness and aliveness and having complete faith and knowing in yourself that things are going to be just fine, then you can begin to relax and allow and let life unfold for you in the most perfect way possible. That's what it's all about. You can sit here for a while and enjoy this relaxed moment. Take your time. Don't rush. You are tuning into who you truly are. This lovely, beautiful, wonderful being of light and love. Namaste.